to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Kevin, last time we were uh, fighting some bad guys. On Critical Hit. On Critical Hit, indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the one calling them bad guys. They were just looking to make an honest credit or two from some people who had had some good luck recently. And so they held you up at, uh, you know, laser point. They fired upon our ship. Yeah, this is this is what in Akaton we call being an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just did a hostile takeover of their faces. They're bad people. Yeah, so last time Uncritical Hit. Uncritical hit. Only Steven gets credit. Everyone else what? was late. What? <laughs> uh yeah, uncritical hit. <laughs> You guys had fought the Red Belt Gang, the Red Belter Gang, and uh, they had uh, set up on a ridge uh, with a vehicle with some sort of ship weapon that could bore through your ship's holes like a, like it was a mining drill, or um, the shield and holes like it was a mining drill. And uh, then they had accosted you um, all because supposedly of a gambling debt of Big 313, the burly android uh, bouncer that uh, some of you have worked with before. Um, He evidently made a bad bet against you guys, and that basically led the Red Belt gang to your ship's doorstep. And uh, then you battled them, and you eventually overcame them. Um, but don't forget, the reason you're still on Akaton is to investigate the uh, crash, the, the demise of a uh, previous team on uh, a Team Elysium uh, on Drifters from a few seasons earlier that was given to you by your uh, sponsor contact rain. Right. Weren't we going to go check out the hauling company or something, or what were we doing on that? You do uh, have we to. Were, yeah, go we ahead. were going to go check out the um, the wreckers, basically. Yeah. Um, now, but did Kevin, we wipe everybody out, or do we have prisoners? You have two prisoners. You have their leader, uh, the Red Belt Gang leader uh, named Marco, Marcos, and then you have another uh, prisoner as well. Okay. Uh, Kevin, and did you that, tell us uh, mm-hmm. what the um, what the ship was called for Team Elysium? No, I don't think I did. Okay, all right. Uh, Bob will initiate repairs on the ship. Uh, all right, so um, it's it's you're probably going to want to get this to an actual dock. You can start. You can look at the damage. It's mostly minor hull damage, okay. but still, you don't have like the whole plates to replace it with. This is going to cost some credits, not a ton, but maybe a thousand. And you're going to like you could do some patchwork here, and it might help in a kind of jury rigged kind of way. But it, you probably want to get this actually docked somewhere and either you or other professional mechanics look at it. All right. Uh, team co-captain Ecubino, uh-huh. um, they did a lot of damage to this ship. We're going to have to take it in for some serious repairs. I don't know if you want to do that now or if we should go uh, take care of the wrecking company or see if these guys, pointing at the two of them, if these guys have the money to fix the ship. Um, 
let's get the ship on its way to a um, to a dock and see if we can find a mechanic there. And um, on the way there, we'll figure out uh, who and how we're paying for the repairs, uh, and uh, maybe see if we can get any more information out of uh, our our guests. Uh, so at that, Marcos will will lean forward um, from his restraints and say, "If you free me, the all of Akatan will know your mercy. They will sing songs about." And then he looks over his shoulder to like kind of glance at the ship. The squeaky clean and your legendary crew. This could be a new beginning, a new era for Akatan, where even the mighty Red Belt again can be brought low, but not mercilessly thrown to the acid slime. Wait, there's acid slime pits we can throw them in? I vote for that. Are, are you, are you, you, you filming this? Uh... Uh, Quentin? Affirmative. Then that's going to be your word as uh, leader of the Red Belt Gang. I'm guessing that would lose you cred if you, you know, went back on that. Also that we kicked your butt so thoroughly. In the background, uh, Squeebo shows up and he has just giant googly eyes and he's as large as you've ever seen him. Uh, Somewhat bloated, actually. And he burps out Squeebo and jet- jettisons some ooze-covered belongings onto the sand. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is Marcos's word. The word of the Red Belt Gang. You free me. I work with other gangs. Be sure you're not messed with. Could you get us some intel on Team Elysium and the crash that happened here? The what now? The... We're looking for information on a crash that happened here uh, maybe three years ago, right? Yeah, season uh, 24. Uh, yeah. I, I... There's nothing the mighty Red Belt gang can't do. Uh, of course, we, we, we will look into this for you. You guys can make sense motive checks if you wish. <laughs> I believe him. Twelve seems trustworthy to us. <laughs> jeez! Wow, I saw that well. one, Scritic. <laughs> Brian, jeez. So what's funny is oh, he actually has a pretty die. darn good bluff. Um, sure, but uh, Hecubino, you get like a little bit of a hinky sense. Like I don't know. Um, he could be saying what we want him to say, or he could be sincere. You're not 100% sure. Most people believe he's, no, he, he means what he says straight up. Um, and Skritic, you have just a cold read on this guy and you're 100% confident. He will say anything to get out of the situation he's in. Uh, do I, would I have the sense at all if he, that he'd leave us alone and not seek retaliation if we let him go? I mean, you, you get the sense from him currently that he is more afraid of you and looking to get out of this situation than looking to show up his, um, ego, but you like, like to, 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 to brag to others. But, but if you were to say, because you, you you feel like you've known this guy for a while, and you feel like if you were to uh, 
um, threaten him publicly with embarrassment, he's less likely to back down. Um, but if you were to privately let him slink away, he'd be more likely to. You're saying he'd be more likely to seek revenge if we let him slink away? No. Um, no. More, like, more like he wants to slink away right now. Ah. If you were to, say, let him slink away, then publicly expose him, then he'd come back for revenge. Ah. Okay. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I have a kind of... This from his tone and body posture and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll kind of uh, slide up to Hecky Bino and it's like, I don't think we can count on him for anything, but uh, I think we'd be okay to let him go. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Hey, um, Quentin. Can you, uh, can you cut a segment together uh, with like the ship's uh cameras and stuff of the fight uh don't 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 show anybody uh actually getting dissolved um <laughs> and uh we'll uh i think maybe we should just let these guys go uh on the uh condition that uh when we let you go you run off in where's the sun you run off in that direction and you turn around, shake your fist, and say, uh, curse you, mighty team lizard brain. Uh, so at this... We'll blur, uh, we'll blur your face. How about that? The, the two of them look at each other and kind of shrug and, and look, you know, dejected. And uh, Marcos will speak for them. Look. I, this shameful treatment is what we expected, but that is what comes from losing. Fair enough. Here, I'll tell you what. Um, why don't you pass me your InfoNet user number or whatever phone numbers are called in this system? Mm. And uh, we'll see if we can't... Uh, get you a uh oh yeah of course here's my infosphere profile yeah (laughs) (laughs) and Uh, they share their infosphere profile it's full of like you know deep radical akatonian gang culture yeah i mean i i'm into it you know it's it's too bad we ended up on the wrong side like like that this these guys are basically us yeah, if they got if they wanted to like if they had a you know a theme song for us, we could like work together pretty easily. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, I'll see. Tell you what, I'll see if I can squeeze in a uh, an advisor's credit. So you might either get a mention on the credits, and the Red Belt Gang might get a mention, or you might actually see some like actual credits come your way. How about that? Oh, that most uh, magnanimous of you. But remember, run that way, turn around, curse, curse team. <sighs> There's no way for a red belt gang to work. And then the, the sole remaining survivor's like, do you want to tell your mother you failed? And he's like, no. So they go run off. Okay. 
And then they wave their fist angrily at the sky and shout, Curse you, Team Lizabrain! I make sure to put in a dolly zoom. <laughs> All right. Well, they didn't seem too happy about it, so... Uh, Quentin, I'll leave it up to you as to whether you blur their faces or not, and then uh, either pass me the paperwork to try and get them a credit, or if you want to handle it, you can. I'll inquire. You immediately okay. get an infosphere message from um, <laughs> from oh, let's say Kami. I think Kami might have been one of the ones who lived. Um, and it's like, you know, post here when when this goes public. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, yeah. Want to share that on my social media? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely want to put that on the uh, intergalactic LinkedIn. Uh, <sighs> okay. All right. So you guys still have the data pad that Rain gave you um, that has, uh, you know, the, the history of the salvage of Team Elysium's ship, which is called the Arcadia. Um, so, as you you look through it, um, anyone who wants to can give me, you know, some sort of computers check or culture check. Depends on what you guys are doing and who's looking through it. Mm. Oh, we know mm. culture. Yeah. yeah. No I've computers. got like culture and like I don't know engineering and piloting. If either of those would help, no. This is more okay. like reading through a, a bureaucratic document. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Ooh. like a you know an incident report where it'd be like was the sabotage. Would it be diplomacy? Since I'm diplomatizing the uh, not the horses, but the uh, no, pilots. just straight up no. Sorry, <laughs> I can I can use computers and and run through this really quick and uh, look for any glaringly obvious missing data that should be in a report like this. Uh, Bob may mm-hmm. have been involved in a crash or two in his time. So he kind of knows what, what uh, incident reports should look like. Actually, Makes you sense. know what, um, Sam, you make a good point. I, w- I would also allow engineering checks to, to double check things um, just to be sure like that the incident reports is, you know, logistically sound basically from an engineering perspective. So computers, engineering culture. Uh, so Bob, why don't you go ahead and give me that uh, computer check first. You're kind of going through the file. You're double checking everything, seeing that it all looks good. 17. Um, everything looks perfectly in order. As far as you're concerned, there are no red flags on any of these files. Everything just seems like neat and orderly, like maybe too orderly. Hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a conclusion not a <laughs> that's up to you so uh, does anyone want to make an engineering check yeah I had a 15 culture check but I'll also make an engineering check if that's alright we would like to make a culture check yeah sure well hold on let's do engineering first I want to I want to resolve right. these things kind of one at a time because sure. you know they're I've different. got a uh, 19 engineering Okay. Anyone else? Yeah, I can try it, I guess. 26. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty good. Any other engineering? Or are we good on that? Yeah. Right, we'll that okay, cool. So, um, to, to give a little bit more fuel to your conspiratorial fire, 
Bob, the the engineering report is filled out meticulously. It is filled out in detail and accurately and abiding with all pertinent rules and regulations. So look here, everyone. Uh, I've gone through this, and this is a perfect incident report. No one has seen a more perfect incident report ever. This is so perfect that no one could ever find any flaw with this incident report, including the engineering section. And uh, I may or may not have been involved in a few accidents in my time, but I can tell you engineering sections are not this perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does it say who filed the report? I I failed on that computer's check, sorry. Uh, and then also the culture checks. Does people want to give me that too? Yes. So I got the 15 Oops. from Vanky and then anybody else? Uh, yeah, I, we're all throwing stuff in. I'll, I'll throw my, uh, where's culture? 29. I'll do one. <laughs> Amu, very nice. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to not much, but, uh, Skritic a little bit. Okay. So, um, Skritic. Critic and Vangi, you get like a little bit of a, eh, I mean, maybe this is just how they do things. Um, you know, Vangi, you're like, I guess this could be like one of the better incident reports and like procedures on Akaton. I mean, I don't remember this growing up, but it's totally possible that they've just cleaned up their act. And Skritic, you're like, yeah, I mean, this This seems a little too good to be true. Um, but, you know, it's so official. It's just, you know, every I and has been dotted and every T has been crossed. And, you know, like, you're, you're, a little, you're a little dubious of it, but you also don't have a thread to really tug on on it. And, uh, Amu, you give this a, a look over and you're like, this document isn't real. There's simply no way. I mean, it, it has been maybe bought and paid for. It's certainly been created by, by people who knew what they were doing, um, but it is effectively useless uh, and is likely a lie. That's not how these guys fill this sort of thing out. This isn't what would come from this area. Uh, let me see. I look at it, immediately get bored, and hand it back to Amo. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's not good. No, that is good. That tells us that, I mean, Rain suspects that there's foul play. This tells us that there very well could be. Yeah, I mean, I guess good for our investigation, not good in, in, in general. But, uh... Uh, all right. Well, hey, there see is if you one... nerds can like see if there's any like metadata on this document. Yeah. Who do we talk yeah. to next? So yeah, from the computers check, there's some metadata that would lead you to basically the area around what's called Golden Bay. You guys know any place called Golden Bay? Ho ho. Do we? Yes. So, uh, Vangi and. Probably Skritic and Hecubino, definitely. Uh, no, uh, Golden Bay. So it used to be just called The Deep, but then um, it's now called Golden Bay, although that's kind of ironic. So it's a massive crater on on Acton, uh that 
uh, is so named because there are lots of Thasteron mining veins. So Thasteron is the this mineral that was used in pre-drift uh, pre-drift engine technology that is clearly what Akaton used to be uh, like an industrial hub for. Um, but with drift technology, which all came along before you guys were born, um, uh, it basically hollowed out Akaton's economy and uh, you know ruined all of these companies and made all of these cities that were nearby uh, these Thastron veins uh, worthless. So um, nowadays, think of it as uh, burnt out shells, uh, you know, industrial uh, remnants, uh, broken down machines, people trading with one another on kind of the black market and stuff like that. Russell, Kansas, for lack of yeah, a better it's like term. You, you, you start in Russell on old 40 and you drive from that to Hayes. That's, that's yep. basically oil yeah. go bust, oil go boom. Yep. Or perhaps scratch that, reverse it. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, we know. We know Golden Bay. Um, it's, uh, it's a fun rebranding of what's basically a toxic hole in the ground. But, you know, there's uh, habitations nearby. Is there like an actual city around it? There are several cities. The city you guys are most familiar with is called Booster City, and that is where uh, some of your friends and allies uh, call home, specifically the Trash Wyverns. Oh, nice. Okay. Is, there right. a, um, is there a docking station where we can get some repairs at this place? Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, let's, let's head over to Booster City and... Uh, since we since most of our contacts are there, um, we can uh, we can start up. Uh, Big three thirteen, you need a ride. Oh yeah, guys, I, I'm real sorry about about bringing these guys uh, here to you. I didn't really know what to do. Next hey, time, bet on right. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, good, good work, good work. You've really, uh, you've really made us proud. Mm. He looks perplexed that you somehow won. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pat him on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, from here on out, let's bring each other opportunities instead of problems, huh?" <laughs> he pats you on the back, and he, you realize how super strong he is. Yeah. You just stumble a couple of feet, and he's like, "Sounds good." Well, there goes my last couple stamina points. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, go to the cockpit and plug in the coordinates for Booster City. All right, so you guys can do some pretty quick suborbital travel to uh, to Booster City. Um, you have to, uh, you know, adhere to the the bizarre patchwork. Uh, set of flight coordinators that run on Acton that uh, seem to be basically running this operation with very little planning, or they're 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 just doing they're doing the best they can. Um, so you avoid a couple of uh, close calls, and you have time enough to spend a resolve point and regain your stamina if you wish. 
I wish to do that. Yeah. Some of you may have gotten injured. But that doesn't... What about our hit points? Does nothing for your hit points. You have to take an extended rest or something for that. that. Yeah, like somebody trained in medicine, uh, Amu, uh, for instance, could help heal you uh, with, with... uh, you know, actual treatment, but that would take potentially a, a longer time and you couldn't be piloting while it's, okay. while that's happening. Right. He also might have like, you know, there, there are various other ways to heal at points like spells or items, but, um, yeah. Uh, it's only four points. Okay. Hmm. So everyone, uh, spends a resolve and you've yeah. got big three thirteen and your crew, um, Counting your extended crew, of course, like Herman and Squeebo. And that's it. Uh, Grace? Uh, yep, I think so. Oh, yeah. Grace yep. is online. Grace is responsive. Grace is a little peeved at having uh, some some hull damage, but it's more of an annoyance as opposed to a, a fear. Yeah. Hey, Grace. <sighs> Hello, Bob. Um... Sorry about the damage to the ship. Uh, we're going to get that repaired soon. Well, thank you, Bob. I, I do think that's for the best if we're going to continue racing. Yeah, definitely. Um, hey, how does one vent a squeebo? Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, he, he, My sensors don't track where he is. Hmm. Okay, he was just mighty big and bloated the last time we saw him, or the last time I saw him. And I am uh, just don't want him... Uh, you know, exploding all over the ship and, and causing more damage. Oh, that sounds right. like an Amu question. Uh, I agree. My data banks are, are relatively limited on, on the issue of uh, such matters. Okay. Uh, I can, of course, provide an airlock, or if you can convince the Squeebo into one of the um, facilities. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we're heading to Booster City. Those are the coordinates that I plugged in, so... All right. Good luck. Thank you. I open up a patch to Amu's uh, med med bay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amu, are you worried about how big Squeebo uh, is getting? Uh, are we worried about any kind of uh, reaching capacity and exploding and causing lots of damage? That's a good question. Uh, what kind of check would I need to do to... Uh... How about a no, if, physical science check? Which science? Physical. Normally I'd give you life science, way. but this one seems physical to me. Yeah, it's the same either way. <laughs> All right. That is a 23. That's pretty good. Um, so you're fairly sure that he will uh, continue to expel uh, stuff as he digests. Oh, we shouldn't need to worry about Squeebo. I believe he's just digesting. Or we believe he's just digesting. Digesting. Okay. How long is it going to take to get to Booster City? Uh, not long. Maybe uh, an hour. Okay. I will relay that information to Hecubino. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. Thanks. I will. Hey, um, does, does anybody have down how much money each of us got from the last... Or from the race, because uh, I think my character sheet didn't save. Uh, well, so you guys got, I believe, 10,000 credits. I have 
705 credits written down and I'd previously had like five. So I think it was, we got about 700. Yeah. I'm showing 785 for myself. Okay. Sure. All right. So then I, so then I did, cause I also have 745. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. It was 700 from rain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got 982. Oh. Well, actually, just to be clear, um, I think that Rain gave you guys some credits, and then um, at the end of the uh, the previous session, um, when you guys, you know, had the after party, you mm -hmm. got a bunch of credits uh, for your your victory, but then, of course, got stuck with the bill. Um, right. So I think you still had another, even after being stuck with the bill. I think it. You still had uh, a few thousand credits. Oh yeah, I think you're right. It was like two thousand credits total, but I don't know that we divided right, that right. up yet. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Okay. All right. So let then uh, let me make a note of those two thousand credits because we're probably going to have to put them into the ship. Yeah, at least some of them. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll write those down and I'll 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 send everyone a memo. Uh, about that, that we're probably going to have to spend that on um, upkeep anyway. Uh, I wanted more weapons. Well, maybe if we, uh, maybe if like wealthier people end up picking fights with us, we can just pick them off of them. <laughs> hmm. Speaking of which, was that equipment left from what uh, Squeebo? Uh, unfortunately, Squeebo has rendered that equipment non-functional. Uh, Did we find any equipment in my in in Abu's room? <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> From Herman. I will yep. update you on that later. Yeah, it's going to come out the other end, though. <laughs> Got to wait choosers for indigestion process. See, the good thing about Herman, though, is that if he behaves like an actual crab, then he'll probably just pick stuff off of things. Mm. He's not actually going to try to swallow the whole thing. So there might actually be some, like, actually functional equipment afterwards. Yeah. And a few hands. Unless, you know, unless crate fiends eat metal and then, then no. <laughs> <laughs> Are crate fiends descended from rust monsters? Crate fiends eat crates. That's why they call them crate fiends. No, they're no, hiding plates. Yeah, That's why he's named Herman. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, they would be called the Crater Fiend. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to do on your way to Booster City? Um, Check on Herman. <laughs> Herman yeah, uh... is happy as a crab. <clears throat> That's a, a saying, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Sh you should. You should feel bad. I'll, and that's um, coming from me. Ow. I'll uh, see uh, who all wants to have a quick uh, sort of like production meeting. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. I'll sit in on it. I've got nothing better to do. I'll, uh, we'll participate. I'll patch in from the uh, cockpit. Okay. Is Quentin there? Yes, Quentin is there. I'm sorry. Am I muted again? Not anymore. Okay. I just am thoroughly amused at the thought of Quentin being the only one of the crew not involved in the production meeting. Yeah, 
Oh, he's supposed to have had it. Maybe he's having his own special quiet meeting with somebody. Quentin's going to go watch what television. Dun, dun, um, dun, dun. Shh. That's okay, all secret. So while we're doing this, uh, looking around into this mysterious uh, ship shipwreck, um, I think we can probably uh, also spin this into a segment of like, you know, Akaton kids done good coming back home. Yeah, um, we should do that since the whole thing that we're investigating is supposed to be a secret. So it's a good excuse for why we're sticking around here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I so like yeah, it. if we can, if we can do that, and then all that really needs to happen is when we are walking around public streets or whatever. Um, Quentin, if you want to get some footage of that, um, I mean, we got some money, so we might as well look at equipment all the way around. Maybe you can get some of that, like people shopping. And then uh, depending on who we run into and who we talk to, we'll see if they want to be in it or not. That seems eminently reasonable. Okay. Uh, Any other production concerns? All right. Great job, everyone, by the way. Didn't really say that enough. You guys are awesome. Good crew. Yeah, yeah. Really, really kind of, and I'll, I like look over to Bang and not really, you know, just a absolutely deadly squadron that we put together here. Um, so uh, we, we definitely appreciate all the work that you've been doing. I feel, I guess I, well, I have you all here that uh, didn't really get a chance to say that I feel that like Bob was the real MVP of the race. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I think he he got us out of a lot of scrapes with his driving, um, and uh, yeah, look forward to to more successful races and honestly, uh, more scrapes, more non race related scrapes if we keep investigating uh, like this. Yeah, considering that it's pretty clear that someone had a cover up, we're probably gonna wind up in a lot of trouble. Yeah, good times though. Great job, everybody. <laughs> All right, cool. And with that, you guys are settling in uh, in that uh, suborbital uh, trip to Booster City. Um, so you can see it on the horizons on your on your scanners and such. And uh, you see that you know as you approach, it's um, once a uh, prominent Thastron mining town, like we talked about. It's now a half collapsed ruin with buildings built into the side of the Golden Bay Crater. Uh, The collapse, which is rumored to have been caused by a lack of any safety regulations about the mining operations there, exposed a uh, network of tunnels, some natural, some made by other inhabitants of Akaton, and some possibly artificial from a before-the-gap kind of prelapsarian age. So, um... Those are obviously of great interest to people exploring them uh, and and mining them. The side of the crater uh, is covered with uh, rickety structures built from the walls in ways you wouldn't think are structurally sound. And those, those themselves are covered in wires and have made like little impromptu landing pads. There are dozens of speeders and small ships finding docking, uh, seemingly catch-as-catch-can 
uh, at many small operator lots. Uh, so think you're all competing for some number of parking spots that are all run uh, privately uh, and are unlicensed. <laughs> and uh, then above that, there are the remnants of the old city that didn't fall into the crater. Um, and they tower over the rest of the city. These are giant industrial machines and just enormous manufacturing facilities that have been repurposed as de facto palaces for the two or three uh, families that still make plenty of credits from the commerce that happens below. Mm-hmm. So you have to find some docking. Does any of them look uh, reasonable in class? <laughs> reasonable. Not too so expensive and not too uh, cheap and can fulfill our needs without tearing through all of our monies. So um, it, it's one of those things where imagine you're deep in traffic, uh, except traffic is three-dimensional and you don't, you're not familiar with where you're going at all. And, um, you know, things are, are basically, you know, honking their sirens at you and people are like sending you direct messages being like, you can park here. Nope. never mind. You're too, too slow. Um, and, uh, or you can dock here. And so it's less of a, you know, what are people offering and more of the, you know, I'm circling the blocks around a concert venue, desperately trying to find a place that I'm sure isn't like, the worst in the world. Okay. Great. So, so Denver, basically. I will, I will do that using some piloting skills to find the best place, and I'll probably cut a few people off in the process. Well, why don't you give me a piloting check, but I'd also allow someone to make a, mm, we'll say, I'd allow a diplomacy or a culture check to advise him, but only diplomacy, one person. you say. I'll pass on that. Thanks. I know a robot who's good at diplomacy. Do you know a colony who's good at culture? I will be happy to provide a diplomatic backup. Hey, hey, over here. (coughs) Fly this over here. (laughs) So, uh, Bob, you're getting some some backseat piloting uh, parking advice, docking advice, excuse me, um, which is always super helpful and not stressful at all. Yes. Bob's uh, good thing. There's plenty of lubrication in Bob's eye sockets, or you would definitely hear them roll. Two seventy three, <laughs> Mark fourteen, go. All right, that's a, not a bad diplomacy check, Quentin. And then uh, Amu, you were going to make a culture check. We can make a culture check. Yes. So Amu starts um, shouting not helpful advice about Akatanian culture. Uh, that uh, that Vangi and Hecubino do not agree with and is not helpful while piloting. So, Amu, do you want to come up with uh, one or two anecdotes that you shout out about Akatonian culture? Akatonians <laughs> uh, in this area are definitely some of the friendliest. And then uh-huh. Vangi and uh, Hecubino, you can feel free to correct him as he is 100% wrong. Uh, if by friendly you mean they'll knife you and rob you, then you are correct. All right. 
So uh, with your piloting skills, Bob, you're able to to navigate through the the mess of ships uh, that are, are weaving around Booster City, and Quentin is able to man the comms and start negotiating a decent rate um, and try to see if any of these people are are legit versus super not legit and hey can- hey why are you busting my transistors over here i'm just looking for a place to dock okay i just need to put the ship down i need to do- no 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 no. i don't want to hear none of this 20 percent credits off okay i'm telling you i gotta shut up you're done i'm done i'm moving on um and uh, you guys dock at uh, the, a, a little rinky-dink station manned by a Belita. Um, and if you've never seen a Belita before, imagine, oh, let's say, this, this is just one of those, I love Starfinder for all its bizarre stuff. Um so uh, a Belita is an arthropod, kind of like a scorpion um, or a centipede. It looks a little bit more like a centipede with only 10 legs, um, but it's uh, you can't call it bipedal because it's got 10 legs, but it can stand upright and it's about five feet tall hmm. and it has antenna and it has like little prehensile claws and it's got little stingers at the end of its tail. Mm, that's terrifying. It's covered in a green chitinous armor. Um, and uh, for what it's worth, um, Amu, you know that uh, Bolitas are natural tunnelers. Um, like they're, they're just very good at digging and enjoy it. Um, so it's not really surprising that they settled around a mining town. Hmm. Uh, and this one will negotiate your docking price with you. Um, and it, it, he seems to be playing a bit of hardball. He's like, so, 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 so. Yes, I, 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 you're, you're new to Booster City then. Well, um, we'll just be caught charging uh, 500 credits per day. Oh, hey, I, t- don't, I don't think tell so. Tell him our drifters so. and that we can give him a plug uh, that our prepares were done in the next episode. You see this camera right here? You see this camera? This camera can make you famous. This camera can also make you broke. You understand me? I I, I do not understand you. All right, but well, if let me put it to you this way. Just because I'm a ball doesn't mean you think you can bust me, okay? I am not going to pay 500 credits for nothing. We will give you 75 credits per day, and then we can negotiate right. on what it's going to cost to fix the hull. Make a, make a diplomacy check. All right. Bargaining mode gives me a bonus to diplomacy, you know. <laughs> 24. Shockingly good. He just wants the accent to end as soon as possible. So mm-hmm. he's willing to, to exit the scene. Um, Don't mock bargaining mode. Bargaining mode is an extremely useful tool. It's code switching. Yeah, literally. Uh, are you, are you Italian-American? Otherwise, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anyway. what I am. I'm, I'm a little silver ball over here. So, so you, uh, you are able to negotiate 
a much more reasonable rate of a hundred credits a day, um, and a guarantee that uh, during daylight hours it's safe. I during nighttime could... hours, he he will give you a fifty credit refund if anything happens to your ship. I think we can work with that. That that's perfect. That's wonderful. All right. All right. Uh, so uh... you get. Go I'll go ahead and shell out for the first day. Uh, so yeah, you guys have some of that uh, that sweet, sweet winners credits that you can shell out. Um, and uh, where are you going? What are you doing? Once we're docked and um, I guess we'll either try and find a mechanic, or I don't know if that's part of oh, the service. Oh, the, the, the Belita can find a mechanic for you, too. He'll take okay. his cut, but with uh, with the negotiations Quentin already did, that's okay. pretty much going to be standard. So a, a lot of the cost is in the materials, so it's not going to be free. It's basically going to be about 1,000 credits. Uh, Quentin is relatively confident that he didn't get ripped off. Okay. Uh, I'll just go ahead and can I just go ahead and spend that now? You can mark that off, yeah. All right, so we got the repair squared away. Uh, hang on a second. Bargaining mode disabled. I apologize. We've gotten the repairs paid for and appropriately set up. What is our next course of action? Well, I think our best lead is going to be to talk to the trash wyverns. Um, but while we do that, see if you guys can get a tighter lock on that metadata from where the um, report came from. Uh, so one of the ways that you can get in touch with the trash wyverns is, of course, through your Infosphere connections, because, you know, you you went to the orphanarium with them, you know them, like, yeah, it's been several years, but you can still reach out to them with a direct message. That's not awkward. Okay. Hmm. Um, I will message one of them. Do we have our right. name? Uh, so the yeah, so there's a few names. You know, um, you know five of the trash wyverns. Okay. Um, so I will give you their names right now. There's Nibbles, Thrill, Pitch, Keck, and Rachuk. So typically, the one who's like in charge of the group is Nibbles. She's okay. like the leader. All right. That's what I thought. Uh, so I'll send I'll send Nibbles a message, and be like, "Hey, Nibbles, this is Hecubino. Um, we are currently trying to, you know, cash in on some stuff. So we got to do some work, trying to investigate a wreck. See if you guys are able to do it. Uh, call us. Let me know soon. Bye." So you send that message and you immediately get a automatic reply uh, that says it, it's just like all in text. It's uh, we're sorry. The person you're attempting to reach has been detained for debts not paid to society. Debt Collection Inc. I'll forward it. Please to contact uh, the local office of society Debt Collection Inc. And then it has like a little auto link thing uh, that says muckrakers. And it has a little uh, GPS address uh, locating it in Booster City. Okay. 
the company's name is Muckrakers. That's correct. Well, like, um, all right. Looks like our uh, contacts been detained. Let's head for their junkyard and see if any of the other trash wyverns are around, and we'll talk to them about what's going on. Yeah, you actually can... have all of the other trash wyverns' contact information oh. as well. Oh, we can send some messages to the others. See if they. Why don't we? I'll start up a mass chain. They're all at muckrakers. Ah, all right then. Well, let's head over there then. (laughs) Cool. So you guys uh, have docked with the Bolita, uh, and you you're pretty sure that this dock will hold, but that it has enough structural stability to uh, to withstand the weight of the squeaky clean and not collapse. And you head off into the city, uh, into Booster City, to go and find your Yasoki friends. Well, we uh, take a break right there this week as we go and find some some trash wyverns. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you're liking the world that Kevin is building for us and the game, Drifters. Hopefully, uh, our team will win. You're going to have to stick around probably for a couple more weeks to see what actually happens. In the meantime, drop us an email, podcast at majorspoilers.com. Don't forget our Patreon page at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.